I'm absolutely delighted today to be joined by football legend Bob Latchford. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Frank. Yeah, okay. Uh, now, Bob. Yeah, now, Bob. I've been fortunate enough to to have a, a quick conversation with you last week, so you know yes. that uh, when you were an Everton legend, mm. uh, you were absolutely my idol. And uh, we're going to talk about your career at Everton, uh, as you would imagine, yeah. a, a bit later on. But you'll equally know that downtown in business um, yes. is uh, operates right across the country and has a big following in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, and of course, it was your cousin, Deb Leary, who's uh, who's mm-hmm. managed to uh, to get me in touch with yes. you. So big yeah. shout out yeah. for Deb and a big thank big, you yeah. to her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, listen, Bob, I'm going to start off with your career at Birmingham because, yeah. obviously, that was your first club. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just checking up on the records there. You were promoted with Birmingham from the second division in 1972. Uh, mm. In all, you made 160 appearances for the club, scoring 68 goals, an impressive record. Mm. Um, but you often tell the tale that... Although, as I say, we'll talk about Everton later. That was probably the best team you played in. The best forward line yes. was that one at Birmingham City. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, I think I've never, I've not played in a in a better forward line, uh, to be honest. Um, because I had myself, there was a young Trevor Francis. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, he was. You know, people talk when when I talk to Evertonians about, uh, or they bring up Wayne Rooney. I, yeah. I have to mention Trevor um, because for uh, for me Trevor was uh, he was just so outstanding. It, mm. he, he was unbelievable. Uh, um, and then I had Bobby Atten playing alongside of me, and Gordon Taylor uh, out on the wing, who's the uh, obviously runs the PFA or mm. is about to step down this next yeah. year anyway. But uh, yeah, it was a, a terrific forward line. Um, the only problem we had, we, we kept leaking goals though. Uh, mm. Yeah, <laughs> we could score. We could score a few, but we kept leaking a few. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was a, a probably the best forward line I've played in at club mm. level. You know, so yeah, uh, and you say you leaked a lot of goals, Bob. But am I right in saying that that your brother was the goalkeeper at the time? Uh, David was one of the goalkeepers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm not old and in personally responsible for all the goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and so obviously you earned your reputation as being a top player and a a, a prolific goal scorer at Birmingham. Uh, and then in 1974, uh, well, the 73-74 season, mm-hmm. um, Everton came knocking, and you were yeah. signed for then British transfer record fee of £350,000. Um, Howard Kendall and Archie Styles, so Howard, of course, won a championship medal at Everton, went on to become the club's, um, you know, in Stockley, Everton's most successful manager. Uh, Archie, I think, was a, was a, a sort of workman-like well, uh, yeah, left back with many yeah, serves yeah. right. Uh, and then you you made your way to Goodison Park. How did the move come about, Bob? It, it was it, it really came out of the blue. Um, to be honest, I, I was at home and um, I think we had a day off, uh, and I got a phone call uh, early morning uh, from Freddie Goodwin, the manager, Birmingham manager. He said, uh, "Oh, I'm coming to pick you up. Um, Everton want to talk to you," and, and that was literally it. And he, he came round, picked me up, drove me up the M6 somewhere. I think he was up by Stokeway, I think. 
uh, at a motel somewhere up, up there off the M6. And it was the first time I saw Howard, met Howard, because Howard was there as well. And we saw a crossed paths as he went into one room. I went into another room to talk with the <laughs> kingdom. And we sort of just, we nodded at each other and, and whatever. Then, funnily enough, when we finished, he more or less finished at the same time. And we came out more or less at the same time. And we crossed paths again. And we stopped and he said, uh, how was it? He said, I said, okay. And I said, you? Yeah. He said, okay. And that was it. Uh, yeah. And he went obviously back up to Merseyside. I went back down to to, to um, Solihull, Birmingham, Solihull. Um, but uh, fun, funny enough, as it happens, we, we actually uh, eventually moved into the same road uh, up in Formby, where Howard lived. <laughs> so, uh, um, that summer, after the season finished, um, I got to know Howard quite well. Um, because, wow. you know, we spent uh, one or two happy afternoons in his back garden so, <laughs> yeah. discussing, discussing everything. Because uh, Howard, yeah. Howard was, a, a, was a person who wanted to know what you thought about things. Uh, mm. He loved to ask you questions, not only, fo- not only football, but you know, general questions. Um, mm. And um, he, he, he loved to know what you thought of everything. Uh, you know, yeah. he dug out everything from you. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I got to know him pretty well that, yeah. that summer. And was it um, the meeting at the motel with the manager at the time, Billy Bingham? Or Billy Bingham. Or with club officials? Billy Bingham and the club secretary were there. Uh, Jim Greenwood, wasn't it? No, no, the, I think the one before Jim. Be- before Jim? Wow. Yeah, before okay. Jim. So don't yeah. don't ask me his name. I can't remember. No. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's some Evertonians out there who will know. Yeah, absolutely. Some anoraks. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. And therefore, when you met Billy Bingham, um, did he have to sell you the club or was the deal almost really. done before you got there? No, no, he didn't really have to sell it too much. Um, it, I, I think I got to the point where at Birmingham where I, I knew I needed to leave to, to, to make that next step. And Everton... Certainly, at that time, in those times, it was certainly one of the big six clubs mm. uh, uh, back, in, obviously, in the seventies. So yeah. it, it didn't it didn't need Billy to sell it too much for me mm. to uh, want want to join. So uh, it was pretty easy decision at the end of the day. Mm. Now, at that time, Bob Billy was just starting to build his team. Really, being yeah. at the club since the August, so you were his first key signing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Martin Dobson followed yeah, you yeah. Uh, and then one or two others as well. Yeah. And then in the 1974-75 season, which was your first full season at the mm. club, um, by Easter, it looked as though Everton were on course to win the first division championship. Mm. Um, yeah. We'd gone to Allen Road, which was a, a notoriously tough place to get a result and got mm. a goalless draw. And I think we were three or four points clear of our arch rivals, mm. Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, those are in the days of two points for a win. So, uh, yes, that's uh, right, yeah. A, yeah. You know, a three, four-point gap yeah. by Easter. It was usually a done deal. It, yeah, um, now, right. again, you and I were reflecting on a couple of results mm. that season that, that went the wrong way. Tell us about your yeah. recollections from 74-75. Yeah. It, 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 it really was... a. a for, for me, that could have been the start of something 
really special. Uh, it, th that was the first time that, that I had experienced, or I would think a lot of players were experiencing the, the situation where we were probably favourites to win the league, mm. certainly by Easter, because uh, as you said, we went to Ellen Road and after the game, all the, the Leeds boys were saying, oh, you're going to win this because that's how they felt about us. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that was a you know a big compliment coming from those Leeds, that Leeds team, uh, and I think we 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 thought we we could have done it. We should have done it. That's the the thing to say. We should have done it. Yeah. Um, and I always feel if we if we'd knocked that first one over, if we'd won that league, we would have gone on. That team would have progressed and and probably matured, and new signings would have come in, and we would have gone on and probably won more things. We we didn't, and and that's the sad thing about it. We didn't learn how to win, uh, mm -hmm. because that's what you've got to do. You've got to learn how to win, and once you've learned how to win, you can then go on and win again. Um, mm -hmm. And as for as for one or two results that we really shouldn't have 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 lost. Uh, which you you mentioned or you you alluded to, um, we Carlisle United who went down no. <laughs> yeah. lost home and away to Carlisle. Yeah. It lost home and away, um, but even without that, even with losing home and away to Carlisle, Sheffield United the last I think it was was the last game of the season, and we lost two one at home. Hmm. And if we'd beaten them two two one or whatever, just beaten them. We would have ended up winning the league, even then, yeah. Uh, yeah. beating them. So th those two teams um, be between them really um, cost us. Well, it cost us the start of what could have been um, a, a domineering, domineering uh, run of, uh, of of winning things. Um, but we 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 just didn't learn it, and we then we had other chances throughout the seventies, and we still failed to yeah. learn. Uh, and that's a, that's the what really is the <clears throat> the, the saddest thing for me. Uh, we, I, I believe we had, had had the players and and the talent and the skill. We just didn't have the 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 mental capacity to to get over the line and, and win. So yeah, I mean, I was yeah. I was uh, obviously a supporter on the terraces yeah. at that time. And yeah. And you can imagine the excitement mm -hmm. around the club then in terms of the support. I do recall, even though I was only a, a kid at the time, yeah. I remember thinking we'd won the league with a couple of results that we'd secured that particular yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, and of course, um, despite the fact that in the end it was disappointing for the team, uh, as an individual, you ended up as the leading scorer with 17 goals, yeah. which was a significant number of goals back in the 70s yeah. because, of course, the football wasn't as free-flowing then, Bob. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you will know better than I that the pitches and the footballs yeah. weren't quite as uh, yeah, no. striker-friendly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and overall, as I say, leading scorer at that time, and we go into the 1975-76 season, I'm guessing on a pretty high note, even though we'd not quite managed to get there the previous year. Um, and we finish 11th. So, yeah, yeah. so what happens in 75-76 <laughs> where the wheels have come off a bit? Uh, 
it, it, it's difficult to, it's difficult to know um i th i think partly we 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 were so uh, i think maybe we we, we looked back we shouldn't have, mm. you know to the, the previous season and, and we, we thought oh you know we let it go we we lost mm. it uh, and we may have dwelt too much on the previous season going mm. into the new season and uh, um it, it, it's difficult really to pinpoint any one area where it, why we suddenly was so consistent and all, all of a sudden we 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 dipped it dipped in form uh, the following yeah. season um it, it's it's it, it was a little a little bit sad to be honest that yeah. that, that it happened but it, it did happen but uh um i i, I 70, 76 we finished level what, what I'm just trying to recall what we did in the cups that that year as well. Actually. Yeah, so the so basically yeah. what happened, Bob, is we had that dip in form yeah, in the, the following yeah. season, yeah. and then and then Gordon comes in halfway through seventy six, yeah, seventy seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he takes us to a, an FA Cup semi final yeah, and a League Cup yeah, final, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and and of course um, again as, as we always expected with with Bob Latchford. Yeah. Um, you you get a bag full of goals again, uh, another seventy yeah. uh, in the league, twenty five overall. Yeah. So you're scoring in the cups as well. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Gordon comes in. I think rightly, I'm right to say, probably changes the mentality of the side a little bit. That, would that be fair? I, I think so. Yes, um, Gordon had a more um, open, more expensive uh, way of wanting to play football. Uh, Billy Billy was far more cautious. He was far more cautious as a coach and as a as a man, um, uh, and that in itself it can have an effect on the players how they think and how they perform. Um, so when when Gordon came in, it, it sort of lifted things a little, um, <clears throat> and he had a. a a new coach as well, first in coach Steve Burtonshaw, um, mm. who um, I always thought was was very good for for Gordon uh, because Gordon could lose it at times. You know, he, <laughs> you know, he, could, he could definitely lose it, and and uh, and Steve was a very calm. Uh, he, he was Cockney, Steve, uh, and, mm. but he was very calm and he, good knowledge of the game, and he, he was able just to calm things down. Uh, so they, they they worked quite well together, I thought. So uh, and mm. think yeah, things things sort of we had a bit of a lift, and uh, again we, we went into that league cup final. Um, really, so we another uh, another thing that we should have we really should have won. <laughs> we were, mm. were so capable of beating Aston Villa, and, and I think they were second division as well. I think they were still in the second division, weren't they? I think so. Yeah. Or, or, the, or, they, or they may have been on the yeah, the first yeah. season back in yeah. Division One. I mean, they had some great oh, players, they did. Yeah, they Brian yeah, Little and yeah. Grayson yeah. and players like oh, yeah. that. So they were a good side. But equally, Bob, we were favourites. We were, we? yeah. We, we we certainly were favourites, and uh, it's it it always gnaws away at me that it, we we let chat things slip in the. Between our fingers, really, we just let, let things 
go and we we just didn't when the when we needed to needed to have have killed the game off or or or, or, or stop them in, in in some way from from get, gaining momentum and to get back in the game or whatever uh, it was just it was so fr- it's so frustrating looking back at on these events and thinking oh if if we'd done something slightly different uh mm. would it uh, would it have turned out differently um it's it, it really is a, a frustrating time not only for the fans but for for the players who were involved as well and mm. um, that went to three games yeah, yeah, in the end yeah. and we were defeated at, uh, at Old Trafford yeah. I think it was a late extra time yeah. goal again Bob I think I'm right in saying second game you know the Wembley game was, was a bit yeah, of a dour nil yeah. nil yeah. Hillsborough uh, was the second game yeah. I think you got the equaliser I, I think yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I think I'm right in saying you scored in the Old Trafford game as well yeah myself and uh Lions, Mick, I think. Mickey Lions, Lions got the other yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we got beat three-two, which was yeah, a, Brian Little, which, yeah. which yeah, it was gut wrenching at the time. Yeah. And you know, I, I was traipsing away from Old Trafford, crying my eyes out as you do. Yeah. Uh, I still do that now, know. Bob. Yeah, but, but you know, thinking about that game, you know, <laughs> things, little things happened within games that you, you don't often see during normal run of the run of the mill like chris nuttle the center off um from a throw in on the halfway line collects the ball and like 35 yards out left foot yeah. left foot screamer in the top corner now yeah. when was the la- when was the last time St- stevie nickel did that you know yeah. Yeah. he's never done it in his life but he did it that yeah. night at, at old trafford you know to yeah. us um and the the other one is I always recall it is Frank Lampard, senior. Oh, Semi final yeah, the West Ham game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up at uh, yeah. Uh, Leeds. That was Alan Road. Yeah, yeah. Alan Road. Yeah. You know, he gets into our box and scores with a header. Yeah. <laughs> when did he ever do that? He never went over the halfway line, Frank. You know. Yeah. And, and he ends up in our box and he scores with a header. Yeah. Um, yeah. it, it's just little things like that add to the misery of <laughs> and, and, and the frustration of, of, of not winning these things um, because certain players who don't normally do 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 things like that end up doing things like that to you, and you yeah. wonder why. Yeah. You wonder why have they done that at that particular time. Yeah, to Everton Football Club, yeah. uh, and and listen before that semi final, Bob. Which yes. again, um, uh, I, I remember the game well, and you again, you know, an absolutely stunning uh, header from Bob Latchford to uh, to get us an equaliser in that game, and then as you say, uh, left back Frank Lampard. Yeah. For those for those younger listeners, this is Frank Lampard. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, and he certainly, as you say, Bob wasn't a prolific no, goal no, scorer no. by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but prior mm. to that, I mean, going back to that League Cup final season, yeah. we then found ourselves in a, an FA Cup semi-final. Mm. Now, unfortunately, it was one you missed through mm. injury. Um, but nevertheless, uh, Everton go into that game against uh, Liverpool, who at the time were champions mm. of Europe, yeah. absolutely flying, of course. But we outplayed them in the first game. Yeah. 
and you know we score um when you look back at that goal as often as you like mm. uh, a very legitimate winner yeah. uh, with a couple of minutes to go brian yeah. hamilton sticks the ball in the back of yeah. the net and for reasons that nobody understands, no, yeah. uh, Clive yeah. Thomas disallows yeah. it. And I think, again, yeah. Bob, you know, as Evertonians yeah. and as a player mm. at the time, you must have been wondering how many bloody ladders you've walked yeah, under. That's right, yeah. Uh, you, you just you just tend to think, why has that happened? Why has that happened again? Why, did, why have mm. all these things happened over a, yeah. a period of time, but they've happened um, over a period of like seven years, maybe? All these different yeah. things, uh, seven yeah. eight years, and you, you you just think why, why, why why us? Um, it was le- a perfectly legitimate goal. It came off his thigh and just flew yeah. in. Um, but Clive Thomas, being Clive Thomas, you know, thought that was an infringement. Only he <laughs> thought it, uh, and to this day, uh, he, he 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 probably, he probably doesn't. He still doesn't give a clear explanation, even to this day. Um, because, funny enough, that Di Davis was speaking to him, or oh, maybe 15, 20 years ago, I think. Di, when I, and he was, they, they were at a do together, and they, they, were, they were talking about it. And Di said to me, he said, Oh, it just, it just waffled on about, it. you know, he just, just did not know why he, he disallowed it, but he disallowed it. Um, but uh, but funnily enough, he, he disallowed a, 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 another Brian Hamilton goal when Brian was at Ipswich in a sem- I think in the semi final as well. Right. If I'm right in think, right. I think I'm right in okay. saying that um, yeah. Brian scored another goal in a, for Ipswich in the semi final FA Cup semi final, and he and Clive Thomas was the referee and disallowed that one. So it makes <laughs> it makes you wonder. It, it, yeah, absolutely. Maybe it was Brian Hamilton. He has it. Correct. He has yeah, it in yeah. full, not ever. Yeah. You never know. You just don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, um, and Bob, just let me talk about some of the characters that you were playing alongside at that time, because it was a great team, and mm. overshadowed sadly because of the uh, fantastic achievements of that lot across the park. Yes. Um, yeah. But. Um, a, a mercurial player, a player that I, I think used to drive Gordon mad at times, <laughs> yeah. but was loved by the fans. Yeah. Uh, Duncan McKenzie. Yeah, Duncan, what, yeah. what was he like to play Duncan with? Duncan was. Pre- I found Duncan pre- very easy to play with, uh, to be honest, um, because he he had skill in abundance. He, he could do things that the players couldn't do, uh, and. I will go back to Trevor Francis because Trevor, uh, in a similar way, did things uh, that other players couldn't do. And playing with Trevor, was, I found to be relatively easy as well. Once you understood where he was coming from, uh, yeah. once you, you understand what he can do and can't do, what a player can do and can't do, you can adjust your game to, to suit their, 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 their talent. And and that's what I, I I did with Trevor. It's what I I did with Duncan. So uh, I, I found him relatively easy to play with, uh, and he, he's always good. To, he was one of those players where, you know, he would talk for hours and hours. If we're go, on a plane go, going somewhere, he'd come out with stories and jokes and whatever, and keep you entertained for hours. Yeah. Uh, he, he was that type of that type of person. Why was it that? Gordon, who, as you say, you know, despite perhaps 
touch with the media. Yeah, did yeah. actually like playing expansive football. Yeah, didn't quite take to, to no, Duncan's style, did he? No, it? he didn't quite take to Duncan's style because he, 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 even though he, he liked an expensive game, he, he, he liked a certain type of player to, mm. and Duncan wasn't his type of player. Um, with that in his mindset, um, but uh, but in saying that, you know, he still played Duncan. He would still yeah. play Duncan. It's not as if he, he didn't play Duncan. He would play Duncan. Um, but he, overall, it, it, if Gordon had had a, a, some other player who could do what Duncan could do without the mm. flamboyance, you know, <laughs> without all the party tricks, mm. he probably would have played him, but he didn't. Mm. So, you know, so he had to play Duncan anyway uh, yes. at times. Um, yeah. But he, 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 he liked more honest, you know, straightforward players who, who could play, obviously, mm. and play and, and be in control and go forward and, and play and whatever. Uh, but, yeah, but they... they they didn't dislike, they didn't hate each other or dis, dis, really dislike mm. each other. It, it was just a, a question of, he's not quite what, what I like as, as a footballer in terms of uh, what he could do. But uh, but as I said, he, you know, he, he played Duncan and we played together and um, we, we were reasonably successful. So uh, Yeah, so. yeah. And, and, and another character from that team, you, you mentioned him briefly in respect of that uh, League Cup final. Uh, massive Evertonian, of course, and Mickey Lyons. Lyons, he was. Oh, it's one of those. I mean, he yeah. had, if you'd have cut him open, he'd have blue gloves. Oh, he would, yeah, he would. Yeah, absolutely top-class man. Uh, great lad. Um, never gave up. Um, a better footballer than a lot of people would give him credit for, I tell you. Uh, he started life out as a centre-forward. Hence uh, the reason yeah, why right, he, yeah. he knew how to score goals as well. Um, but, yeah, terrific lad. Um, big, big heart. Big blue heart. Um, not got any... I would not criticise that man. One, one. I would not have any ounce of criticism about him. Um, I, I think he was, he was top class and uh, he, he certainly added as much to the team as, as anybody. Yeah, he was uh, certainly massive Everton. Yeah. still yeah. Uh, comes yeah. over and takes yeah. part in some of the supporters' clubs' yeah. dues. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. clearly, you know, if you'd... If if there was if there was uh, a football god, if I could put it this way, mm. Bob, then then Mick Lyons would have won medals oh, ever, because yeah. nobody yeah. wanted it more than him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, and then a player that Gordon did bring in, who I always again I would suggest, you know, was was underrated uh, and certainly had a bit of flamboyance about him. Um, I think I'm right in saying Gordon signed him. Um, I may be wrong. I'll, I'll check my records yeah, okay. later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but was was Andy King? Kingy, um, good point actually. Yeah, I, I'm, Gordon could well have bought him because I don't remember him being there with um, Billy Bingham actually. No, I think it was yeah. Gordon who signed him, and and, and yeah. again you would you know if you looked oh, at Kingy. him and Duncan. Oh, um, oh yeah, they, not, they, they, they were, you know they're not massively dissimilar players Correct. Andy did yeah. I mean Andy had probably put a bit more of a shift in I suppose yeah Andy was more uh, box to box uh, yeah. 
but yeah, yeah he, he 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 was again one of these players in the in and around the dressing room where you, you needed somebody like him just to keep you keep your spirits up, uh, and he would be always having a pop at people. Uh, but terrific footballer, terrific yes. footballer. Um, loved to get forward, loved to score goals. Uh, he always always said that he always thought that he was a better striker than me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, but terrific lad. Yeah, again, talented, very talented. Um, good to have around the dressing room. Good, talented player, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> Part and he he, he he kept the team going. Uh, he, he's like the, maybe the, the the engine of the team. Um, I would say, and uh, yeah, he he was terrific. Uh, sadly, of course, he, he passed away a few years ago. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, a, a big personality and a big mix yeah, because again, absolutely. he was yeah. a, a regular visitor yeah. to, to Goodison yeah. Park. Yeah. He used to come into the lounges and, and he'd always <clears throat> regale us with the tailor too of, yeah. of that great mid-70s yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, and then, Bob, let me take you beyond the season from that League Cup semi, the FA Cup semi-final yeah. disappointments. But Gordon had started to pull a team together at that point where you really did feel as though we were on the verge of something again. Uh, and the following season was the season in which uh, you managed to get yourself 30 goals. Yes, that's right. yeah, uh, yeah. And it was the season that a national newspaper, I think I'm right in saying the Daily Express, uh, put up a £10,000 prize because, of course, 30 goals, as I sort of referenced earlier, unheard of those days. Um, you know, very tight defences, mm. um, very uh, different sort of... Uh, game than we see in the Premier League today, mm. League Division 1 in 77-78. Yeah. Uh, what are your recollections from, from what must have been on an individual basis at least a, a fabulous season to play in? 30 yeah. games and we finished third in the league by the way so not bad in that respect either. Uh, not bad. Um, I, I actually set out I, I was actually um, suspended for the first two games of that season. Wow. Um, the previous season, I, I was, I think, um, sent off against somebody. Uh, and uh, I remember sitting in the stand because we played Notts Forest, I think, the opening game of the season, I think, or the first home game of the season. Walsh, and they, uh, they'd just been promoted. Correct, yeah. and, and, and they had this little stubby fat yeah, man on the wing know, yeah. who, who we were all laughing yeah. at Robinson, as the game yeah. kicked off and he tore us apart, John Robinson. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. He beat us 3-1. <laughs> I remember thinking, oh dear, you know. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. from that, funny enough, <clears throat> I think I think we 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 lost the first two games. I think of the season, um, or we lost the first three. Certainly, the first two. I think we lost, uh, mm. maybe more actually. And it wasn't until about the fourth or fifth game that we actually picked up a point or two. Uh, yeah. And we were chasing Forest all season, really. And they yes. always stayed yeah. in front of us. Uh, and, yeah. and when we got to um, Boxing Day, was a bit of a crunch because Boxing Day and New Year's Day was when we really sort of went out the race uh, for the mm. league because <clears throat> we lost at home, <clears throat> excuse me, we lost at home 6-2 to Man United. Yeah, I remember. Boxing yeah, day. 
yeah. could not yeah. believe it. Every time they went up, they scored. And yeah. uh, we, we lost that 6-2 uh, because we, we'd gone on a, an unbeaten run of about 23, 24 mm. matches up until that point. So we lost that. And the following week, um, which was the New Year's Day game, went to Ellen Road and lost there, I think, um, yeah. 1-0 or 2-0 or whatever. So that sort of that curtailed whatever chance we had of catching Forrest from that point. Mm. Um, and funnily enough, up until that point, um, really, maybe later actually, I hadn't really thought about the 30 goals, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I, I'd been scoring quite regularly um, up, up until that point, and I, I had quite a about maybe 16 to 18 goals by that point. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, one or two, like Kingy would be saying, oh, actually, you could you could do this, can't you? You know, 30 goals. And I was thinking, oh, well, maybe, I, I don't know. Uh, and so it, it goes on, the season goes on, and we, we get into Easter, and that, that they all want me to do it now, you know, by... You know, yeah. <laughs> But the goals are getting harder, yeah. harder and harder to come by, you know. Yeah, and uh, and we we play Ipswich um, at Goodison, I think, over Easter, and uh, um, and we get a penalty. And yeah. <clears throat> now I've never taken penalties in my life, like never ever. <laughs> life. Uh, and to this day, I look back on that and I wonder why I didn't take penalties. Yeah. You know, I, I look back at my career, I think, now why did I not take penalties? Um, but that's another, that's another, you know, little subject. Uh, anyway, penalty. Um, the Ipswich goalkeeper, Paul Cooper, was at Birmingham. Used to be at Birmingham. Uh, yes. I think he yeah. may have been a young boy at Birmingham when I was still at Birmingham, I think, Paul. Uh, anyway, so he's in goal. So uh, I, I'm having to take this penalty at the Gladys Street end and I've never taken one in my life and I just thought oh I'm just going to smash the thing <laughs> which I did I just smashed it straight and fortunately Paul dived out of the way <laughs> it, it went in went in the net and, uh, and yeah but goals certainly became much harder to come by um, towards the end of the season uh, to be honest they, they dried up a little bit uh, partly, I you think that's because the the thirty goal target was playing on the I, mark I, a bit. Maybe I, I think so. Yeah, I think because all, all the lads wanted me to do it, they wanted me to do it. And I started thinking, yeah, okay, I want to do it, uh, and, yes. and then you, you you just create pressure for yourself. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it was uh, it, it was a little bit, um, you know, it could it could have been a bit easier if uh, if. So if I'd taken the pressure off of myself and not thought about it so much and the players hadn't talked about it so much but it wasn't yes. going to be it was the way it was so uh, so we, we get to that last game <clears throat> you know at Goodison um, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me and I need I need two goals um, but uh, I have to say Frank that I woke up on that Saturday morning and I, I knew I was going to get those two goals. Really? You were that confident? Yeah. I, I, I've never... You, usually, you, you have, you know, butterflies in, in your stomach. Every game you have a, 
a few butterflies, you know, the, the pressure and the, the, the excitement of, of the occasion. And depending on the game, those butterflies can be bigger or smaller, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have any butterflies. I, 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 I was calm. I honestly can say to you, I woke up, I was totally calm. I knew I was going to get the two goals no matter what happened within the game. Uh, and, low, and that's what happened. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit ironic because <clears throat> it was 1978. It was centenary year, 1878. Yeah, of course. It was centenary yeah. year. Uh, if you don't know it, my 30th goal was a penalty, of course, yes? Yeah, yes. And I scored it in the 78th minute. Now, I didn't know I that. Know, yeah. I know, yeah. So I'll tell you that. <laughs> So you, you, you add all that together, like in the year, 1878, 1978, 78th minute, I scored my 30th goal. And, and to top all that, the great man himself was sitting in the stands that day. Dixie, Dixie was sitting in the stands. What should yeah. he do, yeah. achieve that, while it was about 50 years to the day when he scored his 60th? Yeah. 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 So <laughs> yeah. I have to say... I, I think the stars were aligned. Yes, absolutely. For in that yeah. way, uh, yeah. and yeah, it, it was it was special. Um, not only for myself, for, for the players as well. I think it was a special, for, and for the club and for the, the spectators, it was special because, again, we promised so much in terms of being near to to winning the championship, and we blew it over Christmas and whatever. But we stayed in the hunt, as you said, and we finished third. Um, but uh, again, it could have been a season where it could have been a lot better, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, the thirty goals sort of was better than <laughs> better than not scoring the thirty goals. If you're with me, <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. And again, Bob, you know, I was in the Gladys yeah. Street that day, yeah. and you will recall yes. that the yeah, end was a, yeah. a pitch invasion. Yeah, yeah. It was you were carried yeah. off by the supporters on their yeah. shoulders. It was like we we actually won know, something yeah, yeah. with that 30th yeah, goal yeah, because yeah. we've been starved of success at that yeah. time for, for eight years. I think we were in 1970. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you what, Evertonians now would take seven-year gaps in winning trophies. Um, oh, well, but back yeah, then, yeah. it was it was yeah. seen as being a very barren spell. And, of course, Liverpool, as you say, yeah. were winning yeah. everything. So for That's you right, to go yeah. and get those 30 goals really yeah. gave the club mm -hmm. a fill-up and the supporters as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it's fair to point out the, the only other player to have done that in the 70s was Francis Lee back in 72, I, th I believe, yeah. in Man City. At Man City, yeah. And yeah. he was, yeah. and, he was and, and Bob, I think, I mean, I don't know how many penalties Franny scored, but I know he used oh, to get plenty yeah. of them. Uh, yeah, he used yeah, to win a lot yeah. for himself, and then he used to put them in the yeah. back of the net himself. So yeah. I, I get—I bet you of those Thursday, at least seven or eight were pens. Yeah. Oh, uh, at least. And as I said to you earlier, I, I wonder now why I didn't start off my career by 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 uh, wanting to take penalties. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I had this I had this feeling that I could always score. So. Why should I take punches? I let somebody else take punches so they can score. That's <laughs> how uh, so I felt about it. That's how yeah. I, I felt. But looking back now, I'm thinking I should have been a bit more selfish. I should have taken penalties. Yeah, your uh, your record would have been uh, even more impressive. Oh, would. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I probably added another maybe thirty percent, twenty five, thirty percent. 
Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, you, you, you mentioned Dixie there, Bob, and again, yes. yeah. you know, at that time, um, Dixie Dean, uh, highest ever Everton goal scorer, mm. of course. You mentioned the 60 goals, a, a, yeah. an absolute Everton legend. Mm. Um, he um, was often quoted as saying that you were the best centre forward that he'd seen at the club. Uh, and of course, Dixie had watched people like Alex Young, Joe Royal. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't really get a higher compliment than that, could you? Um, no, absolutely not. And I, I wouldn't argue with the man. <laughs> <laughs> well, who could argue with him? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, he knows the sense. If anyone knows the sense of forward, it's oh, Dixie, yeah. Dean, right? Oh, Dixie, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Did you get to know Dixie at all? I, I, you I, met him a, I, met, I met him a couple of times. Uh, um, and he, he was he was charming. He was a lovely, charming man, uh, as you would expect from an Evertonian. Um, but yeah, he, he was truly a, a, a charming man. Um, uh, and you know, I, I, I asked asked him once, um, did he ever ever any dry spells and not scoring? You know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sort of thought about. It. He said, hmm. he said not many, but. Uh, once or twice, he said, um, I want to see dry, dry spells. Uh, and I, I said to him, how did he get out of it? You know, sort of thing. He said, oh. he said I, I used to recall how I felt when I was a kid playing football. He said, you know, in the streets, uh, <laughs> just, just, just not caring about anything. He said, you know, just being, being free in my mind. And, uh, just you know, wanting to score goals and get forward and get the ball and put it in the back of the net. So I, I, I just, he said, I, I, that's that's like the minds, like the mindset he got into. Yeah. And I thought, that, yeah. oh, oh, that's, that's. I thought that was interesting. I thought, so uh, I tried that once or twice. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure it worked quite as well for me as it did Well, listen. I mean, well, obviously. Neither of us got to see the great man play. No, no, no. Um, but you know his record speaks for oh, itself. But well, yeah, nonetheless, yeah. Uh, you, you know different times, and that thirty goals yeah, yeah. Uh, as an achievement can't be underestimated. Can I also just say, Bob? Yeah. I recall at the time that there was a ten thousand pound prize, oh, as I yeah. mentioned, <laughs> and of course, uh, yeah. you know one of the things that you did at the time, you shared it amongst all your teammates. Yeah, yeah. I, I... Well, I, I didn't get the 10,000. This is a lot of thing that a lot of people don't understand. Um, 5,000 of it was shared between the um, PFA uh, and the Football League, their, their, their charities. So their, their <laughs> charities benefited, uh, right? Uh, so I, I got 5,000 and I put 4,000 in the players' pool and kept 1,000 for myself. Yeah. Uh, basically, but the tax man came calling. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, oh, I ended up uh, fighting the tax man for oh five, six, seven years. Honestly, uh, it went on Lots because he wanted he wanted to tax me on the ten thousand originally. See, yeah. and it took a few. Years. Yeah, and it took it took two or three years for Mike, the accountant who I was uh, had back then, to to convince the tax man that I didn't get ten thousand. Jeez. So okay, they eventually was was convinced of that. Then they wanted to tax me on the five thousand. Yeah. Uh, then again, <laughs> letters went back and forth saying, "Look, he put four thousand in the players' pool. He just kept a thousand. But I was eventually taxed on the one thousand. 
so he eventually taxed me on the 1000 the tax man right, yeah still, yeah I, and, I, and i think he went round all the players as well i think he I think the players who <laughs> were cop, cop up a bit of money as well so um, I, I always say now to, to when i talk to people about it i, I wish I'd, I'd i'd said to the players look this 5000 shall we give it away to charity you know uh, we should have yeah, yeah. just bummed it to, to a charity uh, mm. somewhere. And that would have sort of been, um, I think, the best thing to to have done with it. But it, it wouldn't have been a, as good a story, though, when I talked to Evertonians. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And and I'll tell you what, Bob, it's nice to know that some things never change. HMRC have always been a pain in the yeah. ass. <laughs> well, you know, that's what, that's what, they will say that's what they're there for. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah yeah uh so as I, as yeah. i say bob listen yeah. you know a fantastic season yeah. ends on on a high yeah. um and and then it's 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 the beginning of the end in a sense I mean, yes, the following was, yeah. season yeah. again yeah. you get 20 goals yeah. which is yeah. no bad yeah. return we finish four yeah. and let me just reflect on this before we move on to what, as I say, is the start of the yeah. end of your Everton career in, in one sense. Yeah. During that period between 74, 75 and 78, 79, we yeah. would have qualified, had it been now, for the Champions yeah. League on three separate occasions. You've yeah. appeared in the semi-final of an FA Cup and a league final. So not a bad return, really, was it? It was, it was OK. It, 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 it's OK compared to now. But it wasn't mm. okay then. Yes, that's that's, yes. that's the that's that's the problem. It wasn't okay then. It it wasn't enough, uh, uh, especially as we were n- knocking on the door so many times. Mm. As I said, um, for me, the first one was important. That first seventy four seventy five season was the most important season, uh, and I'll come back to it if we knocked that one over. I think we would have gone on and won one or two other things. And uh, we'd be talking about how great that Everton side is compared with Howard's side of the late eight of the middle eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you you would have been comparing two great Everton so- sides. Mm. Uh, but now, you know, it, it wasn't to be. So uh yeah. two yeah, things anyway. I wanted to, to, to just yeah. talk about before we leave that era. Um one is that Something very interesting that you said to me, and I know it was on the back of a question a journalist had put to you about that oh, seventy-five season. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Had yes. Gordon Lee been manager rather than Billy mm. Bingham, would we yeah. have won the title? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I found that a very interesting question. Uh, uh, that that reporter, I can't remember his name, who, who, um, who asked me, but it, it, it's in a very intriguing question. Uh, uh, <laughs> And when, when when I think about it and, and look at it, I think, hmm, it could have been. It could have been so different. Yeah. It really could have been so different if Gordon had been the manager and not Billy Bingham. Mm. Um, but it, it's hypothetical. It, it never happened. And it, it's very hard to, to know whether it would have happened mm. or would have been more positive. But I just have this feeling in the back of my mind that it, 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 it could have been different. Mm. Um, but it, again, it's just, you know, we're just we're just dreaming a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what yeah. football fans do, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And again, just, just you know, my abiding memory of uh, that of the thirty goals was Dave Thomas flying down the mm. wing, yeah. uh, putting Twice the ball up. in the box, yeah. uh, and you and you burying it. I, I remember yeah. a game that I think uh, was shown over and over, highlights of the game. Um, because it was covered on television, of course, in those days, that wasn't always the case. Mm. And, and there was a guy you, you remember well, Bob, called Gerald Sinstat, football commentator. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he yeah. said to me that, that one of the most enjoyable games he ever commented on was yeah. Everton Coventry City. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. I think you, yeah. I think the hat trick. But yeah. Dave was flying down that oh, way. He, yeah, he absolutely, absolutely terrorised yeah. them that day. He must have yeah. been a joy to play with for a sense of all. Uh, Davy Thomas, without a shadow of a doubt, was the best winger I've ever played with. And let me say, I've played with some very good wingers throughout the whole of my career. Uh, but he, he is top of the list. Um, mm. He's a super, super, super man. Again, a lovely, lovely man. Um, he's one of the very few players um, that I played with who, who never swore, never uttered a profanity in his life, <laughs> apart from one time, apart from one time, which I, I, I'm not going to tell you about because <laughs> it, 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 I'll tell you about it privately, but I'm not going to go on air and say anything. Uh, so when, when I see you... I look forward to hearing that story yeah, then. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but yeah, absolutely super. I, funny enough, I first saw Tyser um, as a 15-year-old schoolboy international. I went. I actually, my only time I went to to Wembley for a schoolboy international, Tyser was playing uh, uh, for for England, and uh, I saw. I don't know why I, I I took notice of him, but but I did, and he he had everything. Then he had everything. Uh, and some, what, 12, 12 years later, we're playing together. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, super, super. Uh, he, could, he's, he had two great feet, two wonderful feet. Uh, he could, that's old saying, you know, he, he could drop the ball on a sixpence. But mm. um, those people who don't know what a sixpence is, <laughs> maybe they look it up in history. <laughs> but he could. He, either foot, he would just, just ping it across. and uh, yeah, You knew what he could do. That's what I was saying. You know, when I, I was playing with the likes of Trevor Francis and that, when you know what a player can do, you can adjust your game to suit, suit him. You know? Because yeah. I knew he could deliver a ball in certain areas. So yeah. I knew if I got, got into those areas, yeah. he would be able to find me. Mm. It's, it's in a way, it's that simple. Yes. Uh, it's a lot more complicated. It's a lot harder than that, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But but it, it it sounds that simple, uh, and it it is that simple in, in a way. But obviously, it's, it's a lot of hard work goes into it. But um, knowing what a player can do and not do is a big key to. An, Getting a, um, an understanding and a combination, and again, fit, fitting in in the right place and in, in the right positions, and um, and knowing that, that that they'll be able to react to to certain other players. Mm. Uh, so uh, Tyson was super, yeah, absolutely yeah. super. And, and as I said, the best winger I've played with.
Yeah, and as I say, a joy to watch when, yeah. as I say, yeah. he's flying down that wing oh, and, yeah. and yeah. putting that ball in the box yeah. for yourself to bury them yeah. more often than not. And, and funny enough, uh, country, country at that time when we we beat them six nil, mm. they they were like fifth or sixth in the table. Yes, yeah, they, they were flying. Yeah. They yeah. were absolutely flying themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they they weren't too happy that day. <laughs> we had some big wins that season, though. You yeah, know, we, we had did. a couple of sixes, a couple of yeah. fours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chelsea, the game where you got your thirty, mm-hmm. that was six, wasn't it? We scored six, six yeah. against them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were a free scoring side. And then the final point I'm going to make yeah. about that era, yeah. uh, because again, this was something I heard from Gordon Lee at a, I think it may have been a sportsman's dinner or yeah. maybe a conversation I'd overheard, yeah. but certainly. Yeah. His feeling at the time was that the, the team that he put together had almost everything. The one thing that he said we didn't have that Liverpool did was a world-class goalkeeper. He said we had good goalkeepers, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. they had Clem. And, of course, Nottingham Forest had Peter Shilton. Apparently, Gordon had tried to sign Peter Shilton, <laughs> but the board had told him £300,000 was too much for a goalkeeper. Well, well, funny enough, I'll take it back to Billy Bingham. Uh, uh, not shortly after Billy signed me, he, he said to me that he was going to sh- sign Peter Shilton. Wow. Um, uh, and funny enough, uh, John Keith, you know the reporter, John Keith? Yes. yes. John, John tells a story about them in a, other newspaper reporters and that in a meeting with Billy because this was this was not common knowledge but I think it got out yeah. uh, I think one of the reporters or may, may have been John himself asked Billy in, uh, whether it's true that he was thinking of signing Peter Shilton yeah. uh, and apparently the answer he gave to John was that he didn't need to, he, he he didn't need to sign Schultz because he he said he was happy with 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 the goalkeeper he got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he didn't need to sign Schultz. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, Bill, Billy said to me, yeah, as I said, he, Billy said he was going to sign him, but he didn't sign him. I yeah. I, I think looking back, it, 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 if he truly did have a chance to sign him, it mm. was probably it. Billy's biggest mistake. Yes, uh, yeah. to be honest, um, uh, because yeah, having a world class keeper it really it, it, it is one of the the key areas that you need need to to look have if you're going to win things. Because you look at all the teams that that win things, they will have a world class keeper. Yeah. You know, Neville Southall. Yes, yeah. Neville, big Nev. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you you need you need a world class keeper because they're going to win you games. Mm. Um, as you said, we had good keepers, you know, like Sir Georgie Wood and whatever, and yeah. Die and whatever. Good keepers, uh, international keepers as well. Yes, yeah. But, but world class keepers c- come along very rarely, and if mm. you have a chance to sign one, you've mm. got to sign one. You got to sign yeah. it. Um, so uh, I, I didn't know that about the. Um, Gordon wanted to sign Schultz. Yeah, he wanted to. Apparently, he wanted to sign Schultz. Was told, as I say, by the board, three hundred thousand really? pounds for a keeper. No, uh, and of course, you know, if you think back to those 
yeah. that period of time. Shilton and Clements were, were, were that much on a par. That's right. If yeah. they used to alternate and go for England. That's right. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, in the end, for, for some reason, Peter sort of took the pinnacle. I mean, I, I always thought Ray Clements, mm. uh, just the personal view yeah. of this, isn't it? But I yeah. always thought Clem was, was actually a better goalkeeper. Yeah. 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 Um, but Peter Shilton obviously went on and won yeah. more caps for England. Yeah. And certainly, you know, Nottingham Forest, he goes on, wins the Championship yeah. and the European Cup. So, That's right, yeah. yeah, listen, it's all it's buts and maybe. It is, yeah, it's, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. It, it's, uh, it's, it is worth looking back at that time, I think, and, and mm. seeing how close we were. And then let me bring you... Yep. You know, to, as I say, sadly, to the, towards the end of, yeah. of that Everton career, mm. uh, you were suffering from injuries. Mm. The team broke up, didn't it? Yeah, really? the team broke was, up, yeah. And Gordon was never, ever, ever quite able to, to replace those that were going out no. with players who were as good or better. Absolutely not, no. Uh, what, what came in was not better than what went out. Um, and in some respects... Was he was really not up to it? Yeah. Uh, um, so uh, yeah, it, it was it was sad because you could see it, you could see it happening. Um, I could see it happening, uh, and and it it was sad. Uh, and it, you're quite right. I, I started to have one or two injuries, and certainly the the season I my last real full season. I picked up a very bad hamstring injury, 80-81 season, I think. Uh, and I I pulled my hamstring at Goodison in the November and I didn't play until the last game of the season um, against against Wolves at Wolverhampton. And that was my last ever game. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it was sad. Um, and, and I got to the point because I actually, that summer... Um, I, I went over to Australia. Um, yeah, you played for a club called Brisbane Lions. Brisbane Lions, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was contracted to play six games over there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I only ended up playing four because I had a little... My, my hamstring still wasn't quite right. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, during that period while I was away, um, obviously Gordon left. Mm. And Howard came in. Uh, yeah. But... I think while I was away there, I, I, I made up my mind that it was time for me to go. Uh, partly because of I, I felt I, I needed I needed something different. I, I've mm. been stagnating for two or two or three seasons, a couple of seasons. Um, I was picking up injuries and whatever, and there was a young Graham, Graham Sharp coming through as well so I you know you can... yeah he, by the way though Bob at that time he looked like Bambi on ice yeah I know he yeah, certainly but, didn't he didn't no, look as though no, he was no. going to turn into one of the great centre no, forwards yeah. the club had uh, ever had yeah but you, you could see the lad had some talent uh, yeah you know, from from a player's point of view I could see that the lad had, had some talent so it, it was only a matter of time before he he was he was going to uh, be knocking on that door on a regular basis and uh, uh, and and, and getting in, into the team. So all in all, I, you know, I thought, you know, a, a new club w- was the right move for me, um, irrespective of the fact that Howard took over. Um, and Howard, to be fair, wanted me to stay, but I, I said to Howard, look, I, I, I've made up my mind um, and I've never gone back on anything. You know, I, I've never said, 
I'd do something, then go back on it. So I've always yes. sort of, even for for good or for bad, uh, yeah. I've always stuck with it. Uh, so I so I stuck with it. I said, look, no, I, I would, I'm I'm gonna go. Um, mm. So uh, yeah, it, it's sad. It was sad, but it it's it was everybody's time comes to to an end at some point, you know. Mm. Um, so uh, even the the greatest of players will come to an end. Um, mm. So uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a sad day, and Bobby Latchford walks on water was, of course, the, <laughs> yeah. the 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 tune that had rang yeah. around Goodison Park for many years. And by the end of that time at the club, Bob, you'd scored uh, 106 goals in 236 appearances, second at that time only to the great Dixie yeah. himself in terms of the goal scoring shots. And, and ironically, yeah. that guy whose name you've just mentioned yeah, went on right. to overtake yeah. that record in Graham. But yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. What a yeah. fantastic record that was. Yeah. And then you've gone and signed for uh, John Toshak at Swansea. Yeah, yeah, Swansea. Uh, and, yeah. And, and you had a bit of, a, if I can put it this way, a bit of an Indian summer because on your debut, you get a hat-trick. Mm. Yeah. And that's Swansea uh, yeah. City were in the first division at that time, newly promoted, well, I think. Well, it is, is another occasion, right? That first season uh, at Sw- Swansea, very much like the the seventy four seventy five season, my first se- full season at uh, Everton, um, we could have and should have probably should have won the first division, yeah. um, uh, and it was last I think seven to nine games um, we blew it, mm. absolutely blew it. Um, we were there or thereabouts. Uh, we, we we were playing really well. Really, really well. Had some really had some good talented players. Um, should have won it. Yeah. We didn't. We blew it. Uh, so it, that that first season just reminds me of the seventy four seventy five season. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. anyway, but yeah, it, 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 it was a bit of an Indian summer because uh, I, I was actually I actually oh, I think I scored about. 34 goals, I think. Oh. I've got the figures here in front of me, Bob. 35 in 87. Yeah. So, yeah, again, yeah, a phenomenal yeah, record. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, had, I had a bit of a little golden spell down there. Uh, yeah. and, and while it lasted, it was okay. But uh, once we went down, you know, we got relegated. Things fell apart because financially, they they, yeah. they didn't have the money to, to, yeah. to, to, go, to go down, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, they that had to stay in the first division yeah. uh, and and strangely enough that second season it wasn't as if we played badly mm. we we drew too many games yes i think we drew about 16 games or so. mm. uh and if we'd sort of converted three or four of those games into wins we probably would have stayed up mm. and things could have, may have been different but the club like disintegrated mm. uh, and just plummeted uh, sadly enough, uh, yeah. but it, it's nice to see them back. You know, they're, they're back up and running, and um, they've spent a few seasons in the Premiership. And uh, up until obviously the coronavirus, they were sitting just outside the top six. I think. Yeah, they were doing okay, yeah. weren't they? And, they're doing okay. Yeah, so, so, but um, obviously with uh, this virus, um, that, that's put an end to the season. I would have thought for them. Yeah, I think for, for, well, for the championship. Yeah, everybody's yeah. wondering what's yeah. going to happen with that. Yeah. Bob, I just want yeah. to 
also, you know, we talked about some frustrations, but, mm. you know, it was a fabulous career. Again, another thing I know Evertonians were always miffed about during your time at the club uh, was the lack of England call-ups that you got. You eventually, <laughs> you eventually get to the call yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, you know, given the fact that you were such a prolific goal scorer at the time, um, you end up winning 12 England clap caps. Yeah. Nowhere near enough as far as I'm concerned. And I'm sure on a personal level, uh, you'd have felt that uh, that, that England call should have came sooner. Yeah, I, I always, I've, I've always felt that I, I, I could have played earlier. Um, and unfortunately... Um, Sir Alf Ramsey, who was in charge way, way, way back in the early 70s, uh, he, he played me for the under-23s. He picked me under-23s uh, and he played me under-23s. And Alf back then used to take the under-23s as well, as well as the senior squad. He, he took the, the under-23s as well. So I actually played under Alf Ramsey. Right. Uh, under-23 level. Right. Um, so I, I think he felt that I wasn't quite ready uh, for, for the senior squad. I, I, I thought I was. I thought, you know, I could have done a job for him at senior level, but he, he, he didn't think so. And uh, then, obviously, the, the 74 qualification um, against Poland at Wembley was a big killer for him. Mm. Uh, we, we drew one each. And uh, um, I, I always look back at, on, on that occasion thinking, well, if I'd been on that bench, I could have come off that bench and, and scored the winner, you know, yeah. uh, and and whatever. But I wasn't on the bench. Uh, I wasn't part of the squad. Uh, and that was the end of of uh, Sir Alf, really. Yeah. Not, I, yeah. Was he knighted by then? Was, was Alf knighted by then? Was he a Sir by then? I'm not sure, Bob. I'm, 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 I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, no, I'm not sure. I, I mean, a lot of that team from 66, you know, I think some of them still yeah, did yeah. end up getting on it, did they? Which was no, disgraceful, no, really. Absolutely um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, after that, obviously, there was one or two interim managers, one interim manager. Um, Joe Mercer, I think, was interim manager. Then Don Revy took over. Uh, and Don, well, he called up the top 80 players in the country to a meeting at Manchester which I went to, uh, uh, but that's the only time I ever met him. <laughs> <laughs> because after that, he, he, I think I think he played, you know, all the seventy nine, but he never he never played me. He just just passed me over, you know. And the years went on. And honestly, honestly, I didn't think I was going to get a cap. Mm. Uh, to be honest, I, I never thought it was going to happen. Uh, but. Um, then Ron Greenwood took over, and I think he got into a situation where he couldn't ignore me because I was still scoring, 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 scoring. Uh, luckily enough, and uh, so he, he he couldn't pass me over. So uh, he he gave me a cap or two. Uh, but when obviously late on in the late seventies, um, when I started to pick up one or two injuries and whatever, and my form dipped a bit with Everton. He, he, he bombed me out, so uh, <laughs> which which was a bit sad, but uh, understandable. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so I had a very brief uh, excursion time. But uh, yeah, it's 
it's better than not getting 12 caps. Yeah, and, and again, Bob, yeah. you know, I, I point yeah. out 12 caps, yeah. five goals, yeah. so yeah. so yeah. almost again, yeah. you know, yeah. goal every other game, yeah. before, which yeah. you were uh, yeah. you, yeah. fantastic at. Now, listen, yeah. mate, I know I, I could talk to you all day, um, <laughs> but listen, I just want to finish off yeah. on, a, on a couple of yeah. things. I mentioned uh, your spell at Birmingham City, and we didn't really... Yeah. Mm. You've mentioned a couple of times... The, the talent of Trevor Francis. And of course, oh, yes, he went yes. on to become yeah. the first million-pound player. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I think yeah. I'd be right in saying, wouldn't I, if I was to suggest he's probably the best player, in your opinion, you ever played alongside. He, he's, he's the best natural footballer I've ever played with. Mm. Natural. Because he, he was just... So, he, was, he was natural. He, he didn't have to work at being anything other than what he was. Um, the, the other player who I consider to be on a par with him had to work to become a great player would be Kevin Keegan. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously I played with him at international level. England, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Kevin, was, again, was he was super. Mm. He, absolutely super player. Uh, but Trevor... Great, yeah, the greatest natural player I've ever played with. Um, so uh, from from that point of view, yes, Trevor was, in terms of just natural ability, yes. If you're going to say natural ability, Trevor Francis. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And before you go, Bob, just uh, again, you've played under uh, some interesting characters in terms of managers. Mm. Uh, John Toshak, of course, went on to yeah. enjoy a, a, a yeah. successful career abroad as well. Uh, yeah, then there was absolutely. Billy, yeah. Gordon Lee, yeah, as you yeah. say, Ron Greenwood. Mm. Who, who out of yeah. them would you consider to be the best manager for you? Well, I'd, I'd put another manager in there, my, my first manager, Freddie Goodwin. Yes. And I'd have to say Freddie. Right, okay. Because Freddie turned me into a player, mm. uh, to be honest, because I was going probably not in the right direction at Birmingham uh, until Freddie came. And I don't think Freddie had much money to pl to play with, uh, and he, he took me most afternoons. He would take me one to one, and we would do things you know one, on a one to one basis. And he, I credit him with turning me into the player I became. So, uh, and he was very uh, inventive. Uh, Freddie had a lot of new ideas because he'd just come from the United States. Uh, and you, and they are always in front of everybody mm. uh, in terms of of how he prepares for games. That what he yeah. he, he, he did pre season, what he, what he did during the week. So it, it was always very very new uh, from from what I had before. Understand Cullis, uh, yeah. you know, at Birmingham uh, as a as a young boy. So Freddie was it was very new. It's very exciting uh, and. I've always cr credit Freddie with you know with the fact that he turned me in, into the player I became. Mm. So I would have to go with Freddie Goodwin. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's hey, listen, it's yeah. a good shout, but yeah. Bob, yeah. listen, as I say, I, yeah. I could talk to you all day. You you're living over in Germany now? Yes, I'm in Germany. Yeah, just south, south of Nuremberg, out out in the sticks. We're out in the sticks in a little village. Yeah. So yeah. well, yeah. you stay. Uh, you yeah. stay safe, mate. And listen, oh, we are, mate. Yeah. Don't next, worry. <laughs> uh, next time you're in the UK, yeah. okay. it'd be great to, uh, to yeah, get I'll, you to yeah, give you a ring in yeah. front of a, yeah. a live Absolutely. audience. And, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, I know from uh, both Blues fans in Liverpool and in Birmingham, Mm. uh, the memories of Bob Latchford are very fond and you can always be sure of a warm welcome in both cities. Cheers, Frank. Thanks, Bob. Thanks very much for your time. Pleasure. Pleasure, mate. Cheers. Bye now. Cheers. Bye. Bye.